Well, welcome back, motherfuckers. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, so welcome back because we've been gone for a long fucking time. Uh, yeah, has it been that long? Well, yeah. I mean, we were doing so well, too. But the problem was I got sick. I got COVID. And when oh. I got COVID, it knocked me on my ass. And not just knocked me on my ass, um, my work and stuff. So it set me back a lot. And um, I'm fine. And then on top of that, I fell into this deep depression. And I've been getting out of those the last few days. So I said, let's fucking record because it's my heart work. Well, I'm I'm really glad to hear that you're feeling a lot better. And um, I didn't know you were going to go that way with it. You know, you went super personal. I thought we were like going to be like discreet. (laughs) What about this podcast is not fucking (laughs) personal. I've shared more on this podcast than I have with close acquaintances and people who think they're my friends. Yeah, I I agree. And I think I have too. Um, but yeah, so, all right, we're back. We're back again. And it's uh, a fitting time because it's basically spooky, spooky season. season. is back and yep. so are we. It's your birthday month, which... Just Your birthday was yesterday. Y- yes. All right. Let's acknowledge it. Happy birthday, Heidi. Thank you. I'm <laughs> old now. Um, well, okay. You don't look it. Thank you. There you go. You're paid to say that, though, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, uh, how f- you know, it just worked out perfectly that you're you're celebrating, you know, lots of new changes and things in your life. It's your birthday and, uh, you know, it's spooky season now. So, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How you? How the fuck have you been, Stefan? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> nobody really cares, right? Everybody gives a uh, shit. You know. Okay, so let's, let's. A lot of new changes have happened on my end as well, too. I have moved on from just working in a retail store, and now I'm doing at the music school. Uh, yeah, at the mm-hmm. music store school that I work at, worked at, worked with, still continue to work with, um, just not in the store as a sales representative anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're so, still teaching. Yeah, my, my, my services are still available for anything that may present itself. And uh, so that's great. But in the meanwhile, I'm also doing more of my uh, family's leather business, which you know all about, uh, Syed Leathers. We make motorcycle racing suits and jackets and stuff. But now we're branching out into the, like more high quality leather goods you know handmade leather works of uh so custom leather goods what does that mean you said bespoke custom yeah like is that a new word this is the just just the industry way of saying it's custom Mm -hmm. and it's high-end yeah so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do some custom high-end bags and uh accessory items and things like that i already have a syed uh west wallet yep everybody fucking digs it i love it yep so look out for that. But, um, you know, along with that, I've just been, you know, staying busy with so many different projects. And that's about it, I guess, you know, um, trying to keep my chops up by playing guitar every once in a while, guitar and bass, you know. You pulled up next to me the other day and I'm over there rocking out with, you know, some quintessential gangster rap. And I open the window and you're next to me and you're playing what? Danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I so was I was in the I was in the mode. <laughs> you know? 
That was so funny because I turned around I'm like, the fuck is he listening to? Because I couldn't make out the words. I didn't know what it was. I just heard the um, kind of the music. And I was like, the hell is happening over there? Yeah, I just see a window roll down and a middle finger pointing at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't get me by now, boy, you got to get you tested. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't mean, other than that, I can't really remember. There's been a lot of likes. We've had visitors. We've had, um, That's you know. That's right. Your mom and your sister came yeah, to visit. Yeah, I wasn't going to go into details. Oh, but you know, Your mom and your sister didn't come visit. <laughs> We've just had a lot of things happening, you know, and it's the t- uh, the time of year, you know, there was uh, the summertime. Everything was going on. Yeah, well, that too. Um, but, uh you know, we went to see a couple concerts and all that. I mean, these are all things that oh we haven't God, talked about. Yes, you know? we did. Yeah, we saw Anthrax, Anthrax with Black Sabbath. Uh, not sorry, Black Sabbath. Sab- oh, fuck. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We saw Anthrax yes. with Hatebreed and Zach Wild, Black Label Society. Black. Label That's why I said Society. Black. I just yeah. got qu- quickly Sabbath. jumped to Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah, that was such a good concert. Uh, that pit though. I'm glad we got pit tickets, but that pit, oh, my feet did totally not touch the ground. That. My I feet totally... did not touch the ground for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot how sore I was the next couple of days. <laughs> I still sore. Yeah, and, and it's then, been like a month. And then, that was awesome. That was uh, a great show. Right, it was. We it ran was into super... that fool Eddie. Yeah, Eddie was as, there as we do. It was it awesome. Was, uh, a very awesome metal show, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the venue was so like glad the right I wore steel toes too. It was just enough to be big enough with a huge crowd and a huge pit, but it wasn't like a um, nosebleed. You know, yeah. yeah. But speaking of of bigger stadiums, then after that, we also then got to see the Freaks on Parade tour, which is the Rob Zombie, Mudvayne, Static X, Empowerment Five Thousand tour, which you right have now, been waiting for. <laughs> How long have you been waiting for this? I hadn't seen Rob Zombie since before I was a parent, and that would have been like two thousand and two. The last time I saw Rob Zombie, I had never seen Powerman. I've never seen Static X. And I had never seen Mudvayne. And I can tell you that it was like all my childhood dreams came true that night. Yeah, Rob Zombie, one crazy motherfucker. I fucking love that man. But, no, and Power Man. I fucking love Power Man. Well, the big surprise for you was you didn't know that they were opening or even on the bill. Power Man and Static X. And Static X, that's like... The music that runs through my veins, yeah. like, and I never mm-hmm. thought I'd see Static X ever because, you know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Sure. Wayne yeah. Static. But I, uh, that guy that wore the mask of his face, like all Texas Chainsaw style. <laughs> oh my God. That was just, mwah, just yeah, perfect. I, and the way he played it, it was so cool because he was playing the guitar and, and like, you know, when at the points you rock out and he's doing kind of like the Charlie Brown kind of like head to one side head to the other and it just looked so discombobulated and just like weird and he and had a lot twisted. of twisted it was so fucking good yeah he had a lot of the moves and mannerisms of wayne static down too as so well good. i think but i'm glad to hear your opinion on it because the internet has actually been divided and torn as they always are on so many subjects well i don't give a shit but you're a hardcore static x fan and you uh-huh. actually thought it was done well i thought and it was well it was very much not his voice because remember before yeah, we went i'm like i bet you it's him and it is so you were like no it's not it's there but not it's like really the, there ooh, 
ooh, isn't there? So I got to <laughs> ooh, I'm out. Oh, I had no voice afterwards. Um, but yeah, I thought that it was really well done. I thought it was an appropriate tribute. Um, I thought that it was as energetic as I can imagine a Static X from the heyday mm-hmm. uh, being. I yeah. I was very happy with it. Albeit, I will admit, it's a completely like completely biased because it's the only Static X show I have to compare it to. Right. But the performances I have seen, like on on YouTube and such, and and just the energy through having the Wisconsin Death Trip cassette stuck in my tape deck for two years in my old school hoopty, I fucking loved it. I have no qualms about it. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. I, I know you're big into the all of these bands and I, I've always appreciated their music, but I I wasn't like I mean, I've listened to Static X and, and more Rob Zombie than maybe the Power Man or Static X. I was a I've seen Mudvayne a million times. But um, I thought that they all kicked ass for even for now at the age level that they are in this, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years plus later. But they all mm-hmm. were like fucking crazy and on point and loved like a lot of the stage moves and stage antics. The, yeah. the little the guy with yeah. the kick, uh, the, the bass player with the like kick move and shit. He's just like stretching that. his hips. The hip stretch. But I will say that that bass player from Power Man, that hip stretch mm-hmm. he does helps my hip because yeah. my hip's been hurting because I'm old. Yeah. And um, I mean, you're old. It has, <laughs> it has helped immensely. I will tell you that. That's great. And I have tried to do it while playing bass, and you can't really do it that well when you actually have a cable hooked up to it. Yeah, he was wireless, so it's a little mm-hmm. easier. Um, oh, yeah, I miss those those days. Oh God, that was such a good show. Yeah. Anyway, the, um, the, that was such a good show. And then we went to escape room and did not escape. Yes, we that did. That was pretty cool, too. Yep, yep. We got to do it again. Mm-hmm, definitely. So that's a nice little ca- quick catch catch the folks, the listeners out there up to where we were at and what we've been up to. And now, appropriately speaking, again, we're entering the spooky season and we're going to get back <laughs> right into this thing. And today, what better way to do it than with a movie that we've seen before, but we are rewatching again for the podcast, Paranormal Activity. <laughs> Paranormal <laughs> Activity. It's that paranormal. <laughs> a lot of people won't get that reference at all. It is a, bit, a group from the 80s. Slash 90s called A Lighter Shade of Brown have this song called Latin Activity. That Latin Activity. <laughs> and um, the girl who raps on it, her name is Teardrop. Oh, really? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So this movie, funny enough, let's just uh, get to the uh, coincidental part. You know, I want to just go to the straight to the coincidental part of it, is that this movie actually takes place... Today. The... the, the Today, the today of 2006. Of 2006. So <laughs> how, we did not plan that one. And uh, yeah, when this episode comes out, it might be a few days after. But when we recorded it, we watch. I mean, we press play and we're watching the movie, and all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, that's like today. <laughs> what the fuck? Today is so, September 18th. That's yes. right. So for those of you have who have not seen Paranormal Activity, Give them the a break fuck it down. have you been? Uh, it's from 2007, and it's directed by Oren Pelly. Pelly. Belly. Belly. Oren Pelly. And it stars uh, Katie Featherstone, or Featherston, 
And Micah or Mika Sloat. Yeah, she calls him Mika, which sounds really weird. I only know that as like Shamika or kind of like. Uh, yeah, well, know, all the Shamikas kinda... I've known, we call him Mika. So yeah, me, Mika. So Mika. he called he she calls him Mika. Mika, yeah, it's very okay. weird. I, Micah is still a weird. Micah name, is but... one that I I've heard as a name before, but not but Mika. It's still, it's like Micah. It's just Micah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not anyway, that's a guy's real name, I guess. But anyway, um, it's a supernatural horror film, and. It's which I fucking love the premise because it's found footage. Footage. Uh, <laughs> That's found a different episode. <laughs> That's a different episode. It's a found footage movie, yeah, a la Blair Witch. But it is not about a haunted house. It's about a haunted person. Yeah, because that is in true. this movie, it's not. A house that's haunted that you can get away from. Like, it's, get the fuck out of there, stupid. Mm-hmm. It's a woman who's been followed by the same entity since mm-hmm. she was eight years old. Yeah, right. And her name is Katie, and and her uh, her fiance's name is Mika, mm-hmm. and they are a young couple who are engaged, and they have moved into this new home where they're going to establish their lives together. And they um, start they start off the movie. I'm sorry, not they the people, but the movie starts off with this uh like it's like a note what is it something about like the San, San Diego Police Department are putting this I don't know, it's like it's they make it's it very seem found like, footage as kind of like Texas Chainsaw when it says, "Oh, these events happened in 1974." Right, yeah, and it makes it seem like this really did happen, like this is based on It's not on a true, true story events. though. I know, and I was a little upset when I figured that it out. It was hilarious, but like yeah, well, okay, so let's just talk about that real quick. What found footage movie would actually put people's deaths on screen and release them, especially Within just a decade or two of the supposed deaths happening, that would be callous and rude. Yeah, oh, I've had an ex call me callous and rude before. Yeah, I well, I, I get it. Um, like the you Blair, get that I would be callous. <laughs> the Blair Witch Project was also kind of given the I like the feeling of like this is really some footage found footage that mm-hmm. was released, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that like there is, you know, there's like snuff films and crazy like underground i've seen eight millimeter so that kind of can exist meaning people trying to tape it and and get get it out in the world or whatever somehow i don't know i just so so to me it's it's a ghost story and you know how i feel about ghosts i'm actually like the the mika Mm -hmm. in the movie he's an asshole yep i get it i see it i see it (laughs) i mean he's very skeptic the whole movie and um Mm -hmm. you know is just sort of doing it just because he thinks it would be fun if to possibly catch something. But I was wondering though, like how long have they been, they were like together for three, three years. years. And so like the, the ghost had de- been dormant that whole time. Well, they had just moved. Okay. So the movie starts like this. The movie is, uh, Mika is testing out his rec- camcorder video. It's a well, video here's a, recorder. So right? it's, it's a big, vi- like a video, um, camera and they the thing is that this is supposed to take place in 2006 by this time we've have little mini camcorders but he's a techie he's Mm -hmm. techie and he said he wanted to get something that would be so but there's would be two things good enough to um to capture anything that they're looking to capture because the movie starts with him testing this equipment out right because there have already been disturbing instances in the house you're right you know and they had they had just moved in together 
Yeah. But um, so they but she just started sharing with him. I this has been happening since I was eight. I get it now. I get it. Yeah. So the other however many years they probably were dating and living in separate houses or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then so she he never really it never came up like hey I have this like ghost problem so (laughs) you know I just need to let you know. Um, But being that the we learn that the ghost doesn't have to just stay in the house and can follow her places. Like it's not a ghost. A it's demon. a demon. A demon, demon, there's demon, a demon, demon. You're right. Okay, there's a difference. Right. You, we watched Constantine recently, so. Yes. There's a difference. Um, yeah, and I do remember I just, uh, there is a scene where you see the camera that he's using, and it's a, it's, you know, it's a fairly decent for that time, uh, you know, good, like, so it's it's not a huge camera, not like you see like a TV camera, but it's a, a you know. Someone having a nightmare over there? Yeah. We watched the movie with our dogs, and we have sissy dogs. We took our dog, Toby, (laughs) to the vet after watching Anaconda because he was scared and then was sad. Uh, Yeah, let's... $500 later, the doctor said he was fine. I don't even want to hear about that right now. sad. So sissy dogs. You might hear them in the background. So back to the movie. So he's got a decent camera set up. He's got a decent audio set up. He wants to really get this equipment set up to really do something. Like, I, I get it because yeah, I would do the a, same thing. He's a skeptic, mm-hmm. which That's, fine, mm-hmm. but she's not. And even if, you, even if you don't believe in it, and let's say it doesn't exist, don't be a dick. Like he's a dick, right? I'm not a. <laughs> I, I'm not. A, I wouldn't do so. Like I feel like I, there's a lot that I would do, and, and you know I have the equipment, and I I could be skeptic enough to do it, but I wouldn't be a dick about doing it. Yeah, because um, he completely dismisses any of and her concerns. If things went well, here's the funny thing: is that I do believe that you know the power of belief in it is what gives it its power, right? So I don't have anything bother me because I don't believe, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if all of a sudden things start shaking and moving around, oh, okay, I'm going to physically see that there's something happening. But if I can just put it in that place again where I say, I don't believe in that, it's not real, I could probably defeat the entity, right? So if let's just say shit started flying off the walls around here, I think my actions would probably be similar to Mika's because I'd be trying to fight it with the power of I don't believe in you. Whereas Science. you would probably be like, Captain What Planet. are you doing? We gotta get out of here. <laughs> I know, I would just do Olympia. Yeah. 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 It's all it's all about the power that you put into it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So your way my way is to disbelieve in it and your way is to Olympia it. Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you Latino yet. Um yeah. So uh, it's pretty interesting the way they do it. They do have the cameras on. So it's set up to, to so that we believe the cameras are set up throughout the house and they're on at all times, which is pretty cool. It's connected to his laptop and da 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 And after every night that they record the nighttime instances, they show like some their reaction to something creepy that they're watching on the playback which is pretty fucking yeah. cool because usually it's just the people existing with it and there's no comment directly by um 
on what they've just experienced. Now, it is only one camera he's got, though, because he he sets it up in the bedroom at night, but he doesn't have other camera angles that he's watching throughout the house because we never see, like, whenever something... We don't see the entity. No, right, but anytime we see the rest of the house, it's in handheld mode where he's walking around with it. So it's just the one camera the whole time. So uh, I think... Yeah, if he had multiple camera angles, he might have caught the entity walking around a few more times. I don't think so, because I don't think you'd catch that. Well, that's the big question about how it is now. We're in 2022, and with all of the technology and all the camera footage, like there's some few things on the internet that you can see, but you never know if those are doctored. Do Do you see them, or do you see things flying off the table? You don't see any apparition. Sometimes you might see... Some kind of defect in the lens or a Which flare is why or my whatever. Skepticism but you is what only see the things that they've interacted with. You don't see any actual entities. And I, I'm getting a little freaked out because the backdrop, it's looking at me. It's just a bunch of skulls, like a wall full of skulls. Oh, yeah. This might, you know, on some shrooms or some shit. On some shrooms, like, yeah. No, but I think that's what I'm trying to say is it's been so long with so many chances of people to catch it on tape. And we don't really have any substantial evidence. Although, just before we recorded tonight, I did see a thing on my uh, phone where some guy was in some probably Asian country sleeping in his bedroom. And he, he it looks like he gets yanked out of the bed and pulled up in the air. And he's like floating, like almost like his legs are almost like being tugged up in mm-hmm. the air. And then he gets dropped and he's like, what the fuck? And I don't know. Like it, it, it did look... R- real enough for me to have to watch it a few times to try to figure out like and then a lot of people are like oh it's in reverse right then i'm like i don't know then you have to start on like a handstand mode and like flail up and down and then end up with the sheet perfectly over you i don't know if it was in reverse but you know again there's only very few amount of uh videos footage that's captured that we can even say is possibly a paranormal thing yeah, and I'm not looking to welcome any of this shit or anything at all. If it exists or not, I am more than happy to just live my life not fucking knowing. With that being said, I think I've talked about this maybe on an old episode. I do think that at a time in my life, I did see a, 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 a otherworldly entity. Right, you mentioned that, like this on the roof came of the out, house Coming or out of the tree and slammed the wood. Mm-hmm. Like that did happen, and I can't explain it. I just buried it and just took the belief out of it. I mean, I guess I still believe that did something did happen, but I don't know. It, it's it's that is something that I mean did blow my mind. You know, I can't physically explain it whatsoever. Well, I haven't had anything like paranormal normal happen, as far as I can tell. But I have had weird things like um, in the house I grew up in, um, from where I used to sit in the dining room. I can see the hallway towards my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd eat dinner, I'd see this dark figure walking towards my bedroom. And it would freak me out. But then, you know, my brother would like pick on me and then I'd forget all about it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and then uh, in that same bedroom, uh, there were there was this window that looked out towards the neighbor's yard. And even though there was no light there. There was a light that would shine through the window and it would be like this orange kind of glow, kind of like if you had the silhouette of like the Virgin Mary, 
would mm-hmm. be against the wall kind mm-hmm. of things, things like that. But nothing that I, you know, I've tried to trace it back. Like, where is it coming from? This not, never was able to do that. I've had things like that happen, but um, not. And my mother's told me stuff about, you know, her run-ins in the old country, <laughs> but yeah. not, um, not anything that I feel ha- like would merit a, oh my God, I'm going to be scared of everything. Yeah. I, I much rather would just, believe what i believe now and then just move on um i'm good with that yeah it makes you wonder does it really i don't know i i can attribute probably both both of those things to trauma and i that's i think that's how i explain it away um so there was a lot of stuff going on at the same time probably with you as well but we'll explore that another time yeah um definitely so it follows. So the, it follows. It follows. That's another. <laughs> so the uh, recordings happen over several weeks. Um, we start at night one when they first put the cameras in and end at night 21. Yeah. So that's three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we also start. I don't know. Do we. I don't know if it, chronologically my notes make sense, but we learn after they start having this conversation about, oh, well, this, you know... I mean, so he had to know that this haunting was going on for him to buy the equipment, right? But then all of a sudden, he got, like, really serious when he found I, out it was happening since she was a kid or something. I just explained it to you. Um, okay. So he didn't know because they didn't live together. Right. And he got the equipment because she was telling him that things were happening and she opened up that things had been happening since she was a kid. So that's so why he was those, really upset. Those are the reasons why he got the equipment in the first place. Yeah, I guess. He, he. Okay, I get it. Yeah. So now he knows that it's been happening since she was eight years old. And he's like, what the fuck? That's something you should tell people like yeah, so a lot Katie, earlier in. Katie has been experiencing the those type of interactions since she was a child, eight years old. And it was a haunting that she said it was a haunting at her house. And then the house inexplicably. Inexplicably. Uh, uh, it's no, hard when you think one. about it right yeah. okay uh and then it caught on fire all of a sudden um no cause was determined and um the psychic that they consult later on kind of confirms that uh whatever that was has connected to katie specifically and she herself states that she feels like it wants to hurt her mm. yeah yeah now, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty scary to live, like, your whole life with, with that kind of shit going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, okay. So, it, it it's... The psychic that they do call later on does say that the cameras are going to speed up the process of the haunting. Um, of the haunting, not of the house, of course, of Katie. But Mika thinks he fucking knows everything. So, it starts from night one where it's just low hums and you know the next low hums just as a sound that's picked up from the camera do do you think that they hear those hums i think well they're asleep so they don't hear it right but the camera picks up these low hums Mm -hmm. and then the next morning katie finds her keys randomly on the floor yeah kind of thing i think there's a few times where the low hums are happening after also while they're awake and i was wondering in that scenario is that just the camera picking it up or do they hear it physically Mm. because they're hearing booms and bangs they hear the booms and bangs um, because those will startle you but if it's it's if it's a low hum 
your body's just going to get used to it. I think the low hum is also just a little technical, like they needed to have, because they don't have a score or a soundtrack mm-hmm. to it. And they need to have some sort of suspenseful noise to get people to be, the feeling it's of being scared. It's a very effective movie. Like yeah. the scares, I mean, the scares don't start until later in the movie, but you're like on edge throughout. It It is very effective. Yeah. Um. It does. This movie does have a 3.7 on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that good or bad? Out, out of, of five. Oh, okay. Out of five. It's, so it's pretty good. But um, right now, I mean, I wasn't scared or I didn't have any. I, I really, I basically <laughs> was just watching it to take notes because I have seen it so many times. But yeah. the first time I saw it, I was like, I can't watch this in the in the nighttime. Yeah. So I still was, you know, I think maybe in the very beginning when I first saw it, I, I probably believed like maybe this is like supposedly some based on some real true events, mm-hmm. you know. Now that I know it's sort of not, it's it's like even it's just a little whatever. But I mean, I I can still watch it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it is a little like you know it's you're getting all the same view. You know, it's the the bedroom and then the handheld and yeah, a lot of yeah. But that's cuts a little bit more realistic, I think. Like it you is. Wouldn't, you wouldn't as a as a family where there's one income earner and the other one is a student, you wouldn't just deck out your whole house with cameras. Yeah. Now, there are some parts in it that I feel like that there's cuts in the camera footage that seem natural because when you're recording like that, you kind of press on and off at random times. Mm -hmm. But it happens in times and places where, number one, maybe he's not even next to the camera. And number two, uh, I don't know, whatever. It just seems like it's it's an easy way for them to make a cut in the movie without drawing the viewer's attention towards it. So in other words, like an editing trick. Um, I mean, I think it just adds to the realism. And just the idea of we wouldn't sit here and walk watch three weeks worth of footage. It would take us literally three weeks of footage. So well, they, if we were investigators, we would be if, watching Yeah, it. but we're not investigators. <laughs> we're watching something that somebody's presenting us, and we very knowingly are doing that because it's not no, like a typical movie with no score, no uh, anything. Like, it doesn't even have opening credits. Or closing credits. Or closing credits. credits. Yeah. It's just... Here's information. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that they would include some portions or maybe even Mika in trying to be on a budget with this takes out things that he doesn't want to include. That's why he has that footage of himself just playing guitar or trying to have sex on camera with his wife. Like, <laughs> like maybe those are just things he did. Like he's like, OK, well, nothing happened here. Let me take that out because we do see when weird things does ha- weird things that. Do- <laughs> when weird things do start to happen, um, we see that the time is being sped up and that's being done on the actual footage so that we're not sitting there watching yeah. all of this just sleep. Right. Yeah, right. So, so I'm thinking maybe it's something done in post. Yeah. Even it, if it is just amateur Mika. That makes post. sense. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So night one, low humming keys on the floor and then jump to the next morning and the psychic visits. And tells them all of that stuff and that that ghosts are different than demons and they need to be careful and don't bring a Ouija board because that's just going to. Um, uh, it's They don't like that. They're going to they look at that as like a way oh, to you're gonna, communicate yeah. and you're going to elicit more of a response. Right. Um, then night two to five, it's more humming. There's some slammings of the door. We as the viewers see lights turning on and off in the hallway because the camera's pointing towards the door. Night five um, is where there's some, I, I put bumps in the nightmare. 
That's when she wakes up from her nightmare, like kind of screaming in bed, and then they hear that first boom. Yeah. Like way out, and they're like, what the fuck was that? And they kind of go downstairs and don't see anything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was yeah. that was like the first where more than just a door creaking open kind of thing starts happening. Yeah. Then, um, and then there's you know throughout the nights, throughout the nights, it progressively gets worse. Uh, by night thirteen, Mika is bored already. And is asking for activity. And he gets it with some very soft thumping. Oh, there's a shriek, And though. then there's a shriek. Yeah. And then a loud slam. And they rush downstairs, and that's when the chandelier starts swinging. Swaying, yeah. Now, see, that's the kind of thing that I'm saying, like, oh, I want to see something like that. Then I'll reconsider, right? Mm-hmm. And I have, again, at one point in my life, seen something crazy. So, but something, I don't know, I guess I just... I erase that part and then just say, no, I just stopped believing. And uh, that, that's that. Um, but that would be fucking crazy. You know, I mean, I guess I guess at that time you have to like question your own sanity, though. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking insane? Did you take some did you get drugged by accident? You know, that shit can happen. Yeah. Well, OK, I want to get there. But there's one more night that has significance. Mm-hmm. That's night 15. OK. And that's, again, the low hum. Katie kind of gets up and stares at Mika oh, for a while, right. but then yeah. leaves. That's when she... But she stares at him for two, for two hours. Two hours standing there. like mm-hmm. Just watching him. Now, and then sorry. Sleepwalks downstairs and um, apparently goes outside. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> So is she, she's possessed now, basically, by the demon at this point. So right? it's a demon because a ghost can't do that. Okay. So it would be a demon, and the demon would have some control over her. We'll find out later when the demon has full control of her. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. But at this point, she has some, has some because she still has you know, moments of lucidity. Right. Now, they didn't bring up the staring at two, for him for two hours. Yeah, they did. Not No, they... So what I'm trying to say is that they didn't like make a big of a deal out of it as I think they should have. Yeah, they totally did. Because uh, once uh, Mika wakes up and realizes she's not there, he goes downstairs, finds her outside sitting on the thing on like a swinging chair or whatever, and talks to her to try to get her to come inside. She does not want to. We oh, realize she's detached. I'm, I'm sorry. There's so here's what happened. I believe there's two times where she gets up and stares at him. For for hours, right? And the first time, first one is this night. Is this night? Mm-hmm. So that they don't. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So what I'm saying is, the next day after he's looked at the footage. So hold on. Y- yes, but this is significant. So okay, let me right. just share this really. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So he goes back outside. Uh, no, he goes back inside the house to go get her a blanket because she refuses to go inside, and she's obviously not herself. Uh, but when he goes inside, he hears upstairs in their bedroom the TV turn on mm-hmm. and like some like shrieking or something. And he runs upstairs to figure out what it is and then turns around and um, Katie's right at there. the door thinking she just was woken up by him making all this stuff. And she goes right back to bed. So this is her again. Right. Right. The next morning we see them like the very next scene is them going through the footage and he's like why are you staring at me like some fucking weirdo right but in that moment like i i'm thinking that they should stress the two hour factor more like staring at for five minutes ten minutes is even weird right Mm -hmm. but 
two hours you stood there for two hours like i just thinking like I think that's I would our job as the viewer because um the, the only thing moving at that time is the time counter and that's the only thing i looked at yeah i'm, th- I'm just thinking like I, I guess from my point of view i i think that mika should have been more like what the f- two hours you stood there not moving like that's weird now also before that the when she goes back to bed I want to say that she, I don't even think that she's normal then. I don't think that that might be Katie, but there's not it's not normal Katie because Katie if she realized like oh he's freaking out and even if she didn't know she went outside and caused all of that, she's already aware of the ghost situation or whatever the the situation of of some entity and with that history that she knows about it, I think that if he was freaking out and she was normal, quote unquote normal in that situation, that she probably would have not gone back to bed because she would have been like, I want to get out of here too. Wait, something obviously happened. What, what's, you know, like if you're this scared, why, how could I just go back to bed? Maybe. I don't know. But sometimes, you know, when you wake up and you're confused and you're like, just don't fucking bother me. I've had those moments. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm choosing to believe that. She was, was still a little, okay. uh, you know, Maybe. not herself. We know that there's manipulation there that does exist. So there's that. Um, then after that, night 17, that's the powder experiment night. <laughs> the powder experiment. Oh, wait. No, no. no. Okay. So but, night 17 is the powder experiment. But let's back it up a little bit because the Ouija fire. Oh, the Ouija board was before. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next day. I after, think this was a good. After night 15. Mika goes and does what he promised he would not do. Mm-hmm. He literally promised he would not buy a Ouija board. He pulled the biggest bullshit like uh, t- technicality. I didn't buy it. I, didn't buy it. I borrowed it. He borrowed it from somebody, so it doesn't count. <laughs> and it, and it's not even. And she and she goes, it's not even like a regular one. It's like some demonic. It's got like, uh, like it's the best pentagram. one I've ever saw. Yeah, it's got <laughs> pentagrams. All this. It's all like. I've never seen one like that either. It's like deluxe edition. My first edition. Ouija board was a glow-in-the-dark one, and I literally got it at Toys R Us. Wow. that's I didn't know they did a glow-in-the-dark edition. Well, they did in the early 2000s. I, didn't, I don't know. I've always Apparently. seen just like the plain white plastic one. I had a glow-in-the-dark one with a glow-in-the-dark little, the, what's it called? The transmitter. The transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, never summoned anything, I don't think. Nah, see, Ouija Maybe my was, children. Ouija was the <laughs> thing where I don't. Th- I think whenever we did it, there was always somebody older who was in on it, so they're the ones I, moving I don't, it. It's a game by, and it's sold by Parker Brothers. They also sell Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, but there's something to it. It's it's like a age old thing, you know. It's probably something that the you know if we went in depth to the history on where it came from, we might get rid of it for some reason you know what i mean well, i don't have it <laughs> no I'm, I'm just joking in like the terms of like it probably is tied back to some old ancient tradition that just doesn't make sense anymore and the parker brothers just marketed it because it was a game people played well a lot of those seances that used it back in the day back when the, in the harry houdini days mm-hmm. those were very much scams yeah and they've been proven <laughs> scams yeah yeah and that's what the Parker brothers were trying to do is they're like, oh, we're selling you a game that you can talk to ghosts, but it's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that Ouija board. Okay. So same thing with that. I still don't feel like they made a big enough deal about the footage there either. So you, what happened with the Ouija board? Tell the me. Ouija board. 
Okay, so he brings it out, and it's like 10 minutes before they're getting ready to go out someplace to finally kind of let loose and have a night of, you know, stress-free whatever. He busts it out and is like, oh, we got 10 minutes. Let me let me just uh, do this real quick, right? And <laughs> yeah, so she, just talk to the demon <laughs> So she gets quick. pissed off after seeing this, you know, extra deluxe edition Ouija board. <laughs> and um, so, you know, <laughs> he, he, he basically gets, all right, fine. She, because she puts on the really like, I am pissed off at you. I can't believe you which did that. Which you thought was hot. Yeah, they didn't show <laughs> it, which was the worst part of the movie. Like they, that one little clip when they come home, you get a little bit of her. Uh, her sass. Yeah. But yeah. uh, and that's like the best part. So we're all waiting to see, you know. <laughs> so anyway, they leave, and then almost immediately, well, I don't know, maybe they sped the camera up again. But the Ouija board starts moving, well, and the it, wind starts blowing, even though the windows are closed. The right, you see a um a tr- little tree or pl- house plant thing they have move. And the curtains, yeah, yeah, curtains move, and now the Ouija uh transmitter starts moving kind of sort of spelling out something maybe i don't know it's not really from that angle it's very hard to depict which letters it's stopping on but the coolest part is that it bursts into flames and mm-hmm. then you know lights on fire and all that so you know again they come home she's still pissed off he's looking at the board like whoa there's something like written in the board now cuz mm-hmm. i guess maybe the fire like burned on there. yeah burnt mm-hmm. something in there now Again, like that, he they they they're realizing that there's some sort of extra paranormal activity or some sort of thing that happened. But when he went back and looked at the footage again, I don't feel like he was like, and it lit on fire. Like there's some details in there that are well, so extra. Here's my theory with him. Here's my theory with Mika. He, as you saw in the movie, how he's like refusing to call the demonologist that they should have called right away because once they finally decide to call the demonologist, he's out of fucking town. But he refuses to ask for help by the people who could help him. He's very much, I'm going to take care of this on my own. No, no, you're my girlfriend. This is my house. I'm going to take care of this. Like, he fucking knows what he's doing. Wait. So in my my theory is that Mika is so, like narcissistic that he thinks he's going to have the solution to it so he refuses to show that he is scared or concerned so let's talk about mika for a quick second here because i wanted to ask you what the fuck do you think he does for a living he's got he's a, a day big... trader oh did they say that yeah. yeah okay that makes sense why he has this money and shit because he's got a big house for a dude that lives by himself and no they pets. They moved in together. Yeah, but he must have had that house before. Or he lived somewhere before, right? I mean, he does say it's his house. He doesn't say I that it's so. our house. That's why I was like, wait, what? She's living with him? Mm. Okay, so, I get that. I, I forgot. I they don't did like mention that he Day throws in, in her face, well, this is your demon. Yeah. That was shitty. Yeah. Well, what is it? Theirs now? Is it like, if I guess because they're going to get married, he's got to ban up and like take well, this because he could have so yes it's their responsibility now because there were action items he could have taken to get rid of it but his machismo didn't allow for it okay and so therefore this is all his fault (laughs) yeah i get that i mean it's sort of like if you're getting into a relationship with somebody who has like a pre-existing medical condition or something and you know it's like maybe not affecting you now but it's going to happen later on like but then you're in it already yeah you're in it already it's like Mm -hmm. yeah shit they got cancer you got to deal with it you know yeah um damn but okay let's do it this way less severe but like 
if you're you're with somebody who has chlamydia and you're like, okay, I you you have chlamydia, I have chlamydia now. It's treatable, but you know what? We're gonna whole foods our way out of this. But chlamydia leads to more severe symptoms or 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 medical concerns. So by the time it gets worse, you both fucking have severe chlamydia. It's like syphilis. They both have brain disease now. I think that. So it's his fault some, that it got so severe. Right. I think that I, I don't. Disagree the demonologist would have helped. That's what the psychic said. Call this guy. Get him in here. He's gonna figure it out for you. And Mika was like, Nah. Yeah, I think that a lot of his actions and how he handles things, I don't agree with. But I don't disagree with some of his original points or his skepticism or whatever. Just overall, like he does have a right that he should have probably known a little bit about yeah. this before. Yeah, totally. You know, I've I've met some girls that have told me some crazy shit, and I'm like, okay, exit stage left. You know, like I am out of there. Well, me as your Heidi, I've told you about some crazy fucking shit that's happened to me. But I told you before, like at the very beginning of when we met, you know, that's what you do. If it's something as severe as, oh, by the way, probably, you know, going to haunt you. (laughs) 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 Like, if you want to do this, like, we're across. I don't know. Yeah. Be a different religion so you don't believe in it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that is. um... But. It does lead to some of his, quote, ideas, like the powder incident. The powder incident, yeah, night 17, where, which also does, it's funny, because what is that going to do? It's just going to scare you and yeah. give you a mess to clean up. And and she makes that, what is, she, what is the line that she goes? She says something like, uh, yeah, we already knew something was Yeah, scary. he's like, like, well, it was just to make sure that something's here. And she's like, I think that's very <laughs> obvious now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I wonder, like the ghost. Obviously, the ghost was, or the demon was, still there when they were uh, when they left, and he didn't follow them. He was playing with the Ouija board, right? So, do you think that there's times where the demon does go out? I don't know because I don't know anything about demonology. However, in my, let's say, in my imagination, that can create different universes. For example, books and such. If I wanted to write something, um, I would say something like. The demon will follow you. Uh, um, will follow you when it knows that you are not coming back, hmm. or the demon is only able to follow you to your next habitat because it has to have yeah, a strong so, connection. So I was thinking, if it had to be like it can go to where you you live, but it doesn't leave that new house. I had a friend when in high school who said that he had not a demon. But more of like a, what do you call a spirit? Uh, a guardian angel. Guardian angel kind of deal. Basically, he said, well, we had a ghost in our house that moved with us from Chicago to Florida. And it's in this new house, too. Mm. But it was something where in the old house, in the, and it, like he fell down some steps that would have been a situation where at that time and at that age, it would have been very severely hurt. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he got no scratch on it. And then there's something. where I forgot how it was. There was either... Maybe some sort of a picture or something. They had some sort of like reason to believe that maybe there was a guardian angel or some sort of a spirit that was looking out for him. And it came to Florida with them. And he used to say that it's still in that house too. So I've had somebody say that he who shall not be named Mm -hmm. um, used to say that there was his biological grandmother that he never met. And that every time something bad happened to me is because she was looking out for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
you know. But it only counts if you believe in it. It only counts if you believe in it, yeah. And if you believe in it, who's to say it's not real? Yeah, exactly. It's like Munchausen's. Yeah, I mean, if you're tripping balls and you believe the things that you see to be real, it's real. It doesn't matter whether it was or wasn't. In that moment, it's real as can be, Mm -hmm. you know? Like the last time I was tripping balls, um, I was inside of a cocoon and I can feel the air conditioning <laughs> over the cocoon, but not on me because I was not cold. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> oh, young years. Back so, when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, I just was looking at my notes here again real quick, and I forgot that in that same night, they go and realize that something went up into the attic. Right, because I keep now, expecting you to talk about the powder experiment. You haven't even explained it. Okay, uh, so the powder experiment is this. Hold on. It's All right, I'm ready to talk about the powder experiment. Oh, what is, well, you did that and my nose itches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the powder experiment. So in front of their bedroom door and in the hallway where they're hearing a lot of the activity at night um mika puts baby powder on the floor because in his in his thought process he can see the footsteps of the ghosts yeah now this is i think a thing that the ghost hunters do right but it's only going to work if the ghost or the entity wants to you to know that it's there because obviously they don't have feet yeah and the feet that did show up were like shoe prints no oh, really Dude. they look to me more like um you know like the ostrich big ass feet oh really that's what i saw yeah. it as because the bite marks which we haven't got to yet i realize also did not look like normal human bite marks no. but but i but fr- it's a demon i know but i thought that the shoe prints looked like fucking boots work boots oh i don't know what kind of work you do but <laughs> for me, it looked like talons almost. I anyway, have to look back again. So they follow these footprints into their hall closet and they freak out because the hall closet has the door to the attic mm-hmm. and it's open. Yes. Now, would you go up there? Fuck no. I'd send your ass over there. Miko went up no problem. You didn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, you can go up no problem. You cannot give a shit. I'm not going to do it. I There's w- mice up there. There's mice and rats and spiders. Even if there is no demon, there's nasty shit up there. Yeah. Have you seen this video where this uh, people have like a friend hiding up in their uh, attic? Like... No, don't tell me. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. We'll move Mm-mm. on from that. I'm already freaked out about attics as it is. Just just continue with the attic part. Okay. So he goes <sighs> up there and sees something with the camera and he gives her the camera and then says, hold on, I got to go get this. And it com- he comes back, and essentially it's a picture of her as a child from their old house. That's singed. That's because singed. It's a it's a picture that has survived the fire. The fire. Yes. Now, and how would that have ever gotten? I mean, into the I house? know because I've seen the other paranormal activity movies, but right now in oh, this right, movie, they finally explain that you don't know yet. You don't find out really until the end of the second one, and maybe the third. But but it gets into his house. Yeah. Do you figure that part out? Yeah. I mean, it's not that paranormal. So okay, just tell me that. No. Ah, damn I want it. you to watch it and be scared and be like, oh, my God, I'm so scared, Heidi. That's not Oh, my gosh, happen. I'm going to cry. Give me a teddy bear. You know, things you do. Totally do. You totally do those things. Um, yeah. So there, she's obviously very, very, very freaked out about this. And this is when he's like, I'm... 
taking this seriously now. Yeah, he does have Wait, a shift. What's that? What is that? That's her breathing deeply. Shut up. Stop being fucking stupid. I hate you. No, seriously. I kept hearing something. It's her. The... Maybe, I don't know. I'm saying it might be too hot for her. <laughs> she wasn't breathing that way when I stood up, though. All right, anyway, that was fun. I fucking hate your ass. I thought I'm hearing something <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen, I could... <laughs> You said the dishwasher? Did you? No, the dishwasher calling you to go start it. Because that's what it sounded. <laughs> so I thought it was. I thought it was the dishwasher. I'm serious. I'm, like, being dead serious right now. Like, I hear her breathing now. That's not what I felt like I heard. I felt like I was hearing something way over there, and I thought somebody was in the kitchen. But then it was like, kakung, 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 kakung. All right, so the the picture, the fire. You won't tell me how it got there. We'll no. have to watch it. So. No, because you're a fucking asshole, Mika. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the next night, they're asleep. Again, the lights turn on, the foot nips. Foot nips. The foot nips. Oh man, that's weird. My boobs hurt. I'm ovulating. Foot nips. I don't. That'd be so painful. Foot <laughs> right. nips. The footsteps up the stairs. You hear them climbing the stairs. Mm. Um, and then the door to the bedroom slams shut. This is all in the same night. This is the next night. Night. 18. Oh, the next night. Eighteen. Right? And they're yeah. freaking out. And then there's loud pounding. And the next day, there's loud bangs during the daylight. And they go and look what the what's going on. And it's a picture of them that has been smashed. And not only that, but his portion of the picture of his face is yeah. s- scratched. It's like, why is my, fa- my face smashed? I don't like it. <laughs> my name's Amika. I have money. <laughs> I think, first of all, I didn't. I said this during the movie. I think uh, Katie could do way better for herself. I don't know why she's fucking with this fucking bitch. Oh, this has nothing to do with the fact that Katie is totally your type. My type? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. From the first minute that she was like, basically like, cut your shit. You were like, ah, swoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's like a school teacher, but I just feel like she's she could do it. She's not a school teacher. She's an English major and she's, she's wants going to, to be, be a teacher. T- exactly. That's not my type. No. <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, she reminds me of the girl who plays Butterfly in Death Proof. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just... Um, like tough girl kind of kick your ass, but putting up a front because oh, he needs to be the masculine. You know, we all do that from time to time. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just makes me wonder like why she got with him because he seems like a fucking, you know, day trader douchebag. He seems like a wiener. Yeah. There's a... Oh, that's going to be rude. Never mind. I met this person recently. And I was immediately, like, just very unimpressed. And when I went to go ask somebody what their name was, I'm like, what's that person's name? I forgot what his name was. And my person I asked was like, I don't know which one are you talking about. You know, the one that looks like a wiener. (laughs) I couldn't even remember anything about him. And that's what Mika is. Yeah, he's a wiener. Like, I already forgot what his face looks like. Well, I have it right here. He looks you have like his face right there. No, right that was there. Hostel Three. <laughs> oh, that's right. That doesn't look like. So him. how could it's funny too because they play themselves in the movie, but it's fake. 
and I look, I tried to look like his IMDb. He doesn't have anything else under his. I don't know about hers, but um, these people aren't playing like themselves, but they're playing themselves in the movie. So we're supposed to believe that this is the real Katie Featherston's backstory. Well, so from what I, I don't know, I just briefly saw IMDb and it said that this was supposed to go to another Katie who was a survivor winner. But then they were like, oh, she's too well known. And they went to this other Katie and she happens to be named Katie. But I don't know about somebody being named Mika. That's his real name. Mika (laughs) Sloat. Sloat. Now, this was also a big one. The reality boom, uh, TV boom was like happening. And I do think that they were trying to capitalize on the back end of like the found footage Blair Mm -hmm. Witch Project Mm -hmm. style movie. Um, Anyway, so we're at day, what, day 18 now or something? Yeah, the picture breaks. But also the psychic return. The psychic returns not because he 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 returns because the other because demon the guy does not show up yet or has was they out be, of town. Yeah, they can't even get a hold of him or something. Yeah, because Mika, I didn't take care of my house. <laughs> well, it's, now it's, he's like, I can't take care of my house. It's not it's not wrong or weak or broken to ask for help. Why don't they have any pets? That's my question. Like, you yeah. should have a dog or a cat or yeah, something. Yeah, because then you just blame all the noises on your pet. No, but the pet would see this shit happening. And it would be freaked out, and then you'd have a traumatized pet. Thank you. Or, you, yeah, well, the, it would be barking or meowing. And, I mean, they say that animals can see entities if that's the case. That's repel them, apparently. Yeah. I watched The, the mummy, mummy recently. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, I was going to say something. Uh-huh. Of course I was going to say something. I don't shut up. But what was it? It was. I'm thinking about Mika being stupid. Yeah, there's tons oh, of things we're talking I was about. watching this TikTok. About Mika being stupid? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it, 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 I just related to it so much because I work in corporate, right? And um, oftentimes people who don't make the cut or struggle or downright have to leave certain companies the biggest issue has been that they don't ask for help. And this TikTok was about, you know, every, um, every animal that is born is born with the innate knowledge of the thing that's more crucial to their survival, right? Like turtles learn how to know how to swim automatically, right? Um, sure. So what are humans born to do? They, they cry and that's how they get help. So your natural instinct is to ask for help. And so many people don't ask for help. When you started asking for help, your life improved. When I started asking for help, you're my saying, life improved. You're saying that's because that's what we do when we're babies. We have no choice but to re- require the help of somebody else. Correct. All, all other animals can survive basically after they're born. And a baby can't. Like if you had a baby and a, just A dr- baby human. It. Like if you dumped a baby out of your vag in the middle of a forest, and the baby would die. there, the baby would die. Unless, you know, t- yeah. there's a gorilla that takes care of it, names it Tarzan, gives it dreadlocks. Mowgli. No, but or gives it red that, underwear. That is a strange, funny thing. That, like, when you think about it, that we are the dominant species, yet as a newborn. Because we ask for help. We are, are basically weak and powerless. Yeah. Correct. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I, th- I thought that stayed with me because I'm always like, just fucking ask for help if you need it. Just fucking do it. Which is I something mean, you struggle with. Yeah. I say personally. that because I don't always ask for help. Yeah. But I've been trying <laughs> really hard. I've been trying so hard to ask for help. Okay. So anyway, the psychic returns. 
and the psychic shows up for 30 seconds. Right. It's because he walks in return. and he's like, oh, fuck this and leaves. <laughs> he's like, I can't help you. I'm doing more harm by being here. I promise I will help you. I need to get out. They're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fuckerfied. So they need to call Constantine. They need to put in a call to You think Keanu that's who Reeves. the de- demonologist guy was? Oh, people? he was out of town. He was out here in LA because <laughs> they're in San Diego. He was out here in LA trying to save old, what's her name? Yeah, I forgot. Isabel. Isabel. <laughs> no, wait. Isabel was a dead sister. I don't remember. You, you saw, remember Constantine? No, you were watching it recently. I didn't get a chance to watch through all the way through. I so. love Constantine. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. It's stupid. I saw There's it. a new one coming out, right? I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's with Keanu Reeves. Because at the end of Constantine, spoiler alert, his cancer gets taken out by the devil so that he has a chance to fuck up again so the devil can take his soul. Mm. You know what? I don't think I made it past the mirror scene in the beginning, so I don't know any of these details. He had cancer? Doesn't he smoke a lot? Correct. Hence the cancer. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, night 19. The sheets. We see the sheets when they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. They're stirring. They're stirring. And then the lights turn on and there's breathing that Katie hears right next to her. Right next to her face. the fuck out. Oh, and one thing we didn't touch on with the Ouija part part. Oh, why was I calling him Edmund? Um, Mika. Boy, Mika. Mika was like, oh, I'm trying to decipher what the Ouija board was yeah. saying. And one of it was the word, the name Diana. Yeah. And so after the night where the sheets moved and she was freaked out by an entity next to her, the he finds that there was a woman named Diana who went through all the same symptoms that she did and she went fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. She was possessed. And this was like a long time ago. And they had to do an exorcism. Ago. Yeah. Like um, 60 years before. Right, yeah. Dirty Diana. Well, apparently. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> night 20? Night 20 is where the it really starts. The entity pulls her out of bed and down the hallway, slams the door. Mika has to go after her. Pulls her back into the room and what the fuck? He has to just wake up out of his sleep. <laughs> he just starts running down. <laughs> Where are you? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> he says, "Fuck this shit. I'm done." Yeah, now he's done. Now he's my done. Girlfriend. You fucking touch you my, girlfriend, my girlfriend, puto. <laughs> we're looking at my girlfriend for homes, and so he. We're getting the fuck out of here. Packs up the car. Like she <laughs> is bloody. She has a bite mark bruise on her ribs. Yeah, and the like, big teeth bite mark. Big, I want to say it's like, like six inches around. Like two potatoes. Um, and then, but she doesn't want to leave. He right? buries the. He burns the rest of the picture and the cross that she was holding so tightly that it made her bleed in her hand. He sets it on fire in the fireplace. By the time, ask you a question though, if if the possession of the demon. According to like maybe Constantine or whatever, I don't know because I'm trying to figure out where the mythology comes from. But would wouldn't they not be able to hold the cross because it would burn? Um, excuse me, the movie The Exorcist, Reagan masturbates with a crucifix. Oh yeah, so but when he puts it on her head, it like burns her. It burns, no. Uh, but it doesn't really. She's fucking with him for the most part. Oh. It's only when he puts it with prayer, like in um, like in Con- in Constantine. Keanu Reeves 
uh, puts like an emblem and has and says a prayer and it starts burning the forehead. So the inner Katie was holding on to that little bit of Correct, because there's moments of lucidity, right? Yeah, and she squeezed it so hard her hand bled. Yeah, correct. However, he burned the cross. He burned the picture. Next thing you know, Katie does not want to move out, does not want to leave. Mm-hmm. And actually she's, says, she's, she, she's laying in bed. She says she doesn't want to leave now. He leaves a camera on the bed and goes and does something else. But she says in a double voice, a double voice, her voice on top of itself, like a I think power we're ballad. safe now. I think we'll be okay. I now. think we'll be okay now. Yeah. Hold on, let's do ready. Uh, you do, you do. I'll do the low one, and you do a higher one. Ready? I can't do high. Well, just okay. I'm just, an alto. <laughs> okay, just do your regular voice on the count of three. Ready? Wait, what's the line? I think we'll be okay think, now. Okay, so on the count of three, one, two. I, I think, think we'll, we'll be, be okay, okay now. Else <laughs> <laughs> is gonna collapse. <laughs> um, and that's and she smiles, and that's when you, as a viewer. Go, oh fuck! Yeah, she's possessed now. This fully, is her. Hopeful. You're all going to die up down there. Oh wait, is it? That's the Red Queen. You're all going to die down here. The Red Queen from um, Resident Evil. Oh, and then right. but in um, Evil Dead in The Exorcist, she tells the priest, "You're going to die up there." Right, but it also in in Evil Dead, isn't there also a similar scene where like. You're all going to die in here or something? The little, Probably. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't Probably. matter. So yeah. Mika's burnt the cross in the picture. Katie's possessed and wants to stay. And now we get to the final night. Fight night. <laughs> Fight. Fright night number 21. Number 21. It slash she wakes up again to stare. Yeah. And not just stare from her side of the bed, but right goes next to around yeah. the bed. I wish him. he would have woke up in one of those scenes. And be like, what her? the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what would you do if I was standing above you? I'd punch you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Thanks. Work up, oh. motherfucker. Work up. <laughs> no hesitation. Punch you right in the dick. <laughs> but then she walks away. She walks and she goes out the bedroom, down the stairs, Gets to the kitchen and screams and then for him. screams for him. And he wakes up, scared for her, goes and looks for her, sees her in the kitchen, sees her at the kitchen. Something happens. He screams silence. This is all implied because we don't the camera doesn't Correct. move. We don't That's see. That's why I'm it. just saying sounds, mm-hmm. just sounds, sounds, sounds. Next thing you know, you hear steps up. Yeah. Coming she up. dropped his ass quick. Like steps coming up the stairs and then she throws his body into the camera Mm -hmm. throws the body into the camera it knocks the camera over his body's on the floor and she kind of creepily walks over with her legs kind of twitching and then gets down and then gives us a look into the camera and then sort of face face changes and goes right into the fade to black yeah and uh, they, that's the end of the movie. And then we, we get a what? A, a we get little, a little snippet of the, she's missing and his body was discovered his, later. Or something. Yeah, body was discovered. She was gone missing and never discovered. So assumably, presumably, presumably. Th- she is wanted for murder and is just being treated as if she's a fucking nutcase, nutcase killer. You know, yeah. 
could be some crazy whacked out girlfriend who went crazy and then you know killed him. Yeah, like but there, nobody's gonna know about the demonic. If part it were it. real, though, you have all this footage. Oh right, they would watch all the footage and then be like, "Oh wait, something's totally up." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, you're right. You're right. But you can't prosecute a ghost. No, definitely can't. And I know so, what happens to her. Oh yeah, and you're not gonna tell me. I'm so. Not gonna tell you. but what i liked about this movie it was this movie was very enjoyable and this movie while it was not a true story it was very believable and it was very genuine almost like this was shot at somebody's actual home i think it was a director's director's house house. yeah Yeah, this is his first movie so you know they were on a budget but i found it this bit of trivia to be um intriguing is that steven spielberg must have had some sort of hand on it it. yes and he convinced the filmmakers to change the original ending right because there were three oh do you know three original yeah so the alternate endings were the one that we saw which is the second one i think the first one was she comes up the stairs with just a bloody shirt and a knife or something like that okay and then the third one was so one of the you mean that that like that might have been one where Stevens was like nah that one's not let's let's make it a little bit more yeah creepy. let me see if I can find the third alternate ending hold for sound like like Monica says hold for sound the third ending um where Katie corners him and bludges him to death with his precious camera while the viewers watch from the camera's point of view uh. I might have been interested to see that, although I would have just wanted to see them get into it and her stab him or something. I liked it. I thought it was genuine because at what point would he have had time to grab the camera, go down there and see? Because she yelled at him for that before. He had been doing it, though. That's what his, you know, he was like, I got to get the camera first. But not when not, not when it started getting serious because during the... Um, yeah, after the drag. The drag, he, the he hall, didn't. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, the next thing that I appreciated was that there was no script in the movies. There was no. So it, was it was all just made. It was there was a guideline of where the story was supposed to go, and unfortunately, it was because it was filmed um, not in sequence. It, it kind of got a little bit muddy, but the guidelines were there, and I thought that they did a great job. I thought they were very talented in that regard. Yeah, I think it was pretty believable, and um, it. Knowing that they just sort of improv it, that's that's pretty cool. And we still don't know if it was an actual entity or if there was something psychological going on with Katie. Well, we we have to assume that from the viewer's standpoint, since we're watching the footage, that there's definitely an entity because well, if we it, have to because it's called paranormal paranormal activity. If it was called the True Files of Katie, what's her face? it would be different. So let's just say the footage is real because, again, from our perspective, we're watching things happen that are clearly unexplainable. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. We don't see enough of this in real life for there to be a concrete evidence. But if you were watching any of this footage and you saw her get dragged out of bed, like, what do you? how can you explain that? I mean, what if she really fucking hates his guts? And knows that she's the beneficiary of his, his, uh, you know, of his, uh, I, I guess his house or or whatever, his beneficiary of his life insurance or whatever. And she's like, I want, I know that 
He got cameras because I told him this. I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. Fuck this guy. I know he's been sleeping with my sister or whatever. And Wait, has he? No, I don't know. I'm oh. just saying, what if? And um, and what if this and that? And I found this shit about him. Fuck this guy. I'm going to take him for all he's got. And I'll make him go crazy while I'm doing it. She could be that sinister. You saw Gone Girl. You saw Gone Girl? Yeah, but the thing is, like, we there's more that's happening when she's not in control Aside from of it. her being dragged, which she could easily have figured out how to do on her own if she had enough core uh, muscle. <laughs> yeah, I think you're stretching a little too far now. I'm just saying. Like, she's sleeping in times when there's things sure, moving and sure doing, like. Is. But the, okay, let's say the crawling aside, the being dragged aside. She could be awake for all of this. The Ouija board. They weren't even there. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's... You, how, mm. how do you explain that then? You, I don't. But what if it was doctored footage? What if she had a homie? You know? <laughs> what if she had a homie that was like, yo, I'll, I'll split it with you. I'll give it... I'll, so I'll, like, I'll give you 60-40. You know, we'll do 60-40 split on this. And he's doing this shit. Just think on your feet. And he's like boom, 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 and he comes up from the from the from the basement or something, and like pauses the camera <laughs> and is stripped. like and is like You're... okay, let me figure out how to do this. Oh, I know, I'm gonna set this shit on fire. Let me stop, go do this thing. Stop, open this window real That's quick. That's like stop, do... way but, too much though. But <laughs> really you know that show it. Ghost Hunters? Yeah. Okay, I watched an episode once when they were in the Queen Mary. And they're like, they put their cameras on and they saw somebody pull, like some entity pull the blanket off of them. And they were like, oh my God, we finally got footage of this. And they were fucking going crazy because they put the cameras there. Nobody else had access to those rooms that they were looking at. And somebody peeled away the the covers. Okay. But then they took a closer look at that footage and saw that it was doing like a very, very small kind of like pause, stop, pause, stop, right? And realize somebody went behind the camera who wasn't supposed to be there, stopped it, went back, pushed the blanket back a little bit, started it again and pushed it back and did whatever it was to make it look like it was an actual thing. So I am so... That scene alone is why I'm so skeptical of all of these found. Like, oh my gosh, like, there's. So this wait, thing we're saying that in this TV show that the people. This TV found show, a, this movie. No, the Ghost Hunters. Oh, Ghost Hunters, yeah. Like the people who. This guy with the ball head, right? You're saying that they went and then realized that somebody in their own crew had doctored the. No, fo- somebody at the. The Queen Mary. At the Queen Mary wanted to continue with the lore. That's just as unbelievable for so many like technical reasons. If you ever tried ever in your lifetime to press a video camera on and off, on and off, on and off, that's not some special stop motion camera. It doesn't work that way. You could not get it to be whatever like, it fucking you was. Couldn't do it. It convinced me enough. I, like, look, I don't know anything about any of. I don't know anything. It just about makes the me paranormal. not believe the. I don't know anything about the paranormal. I don't know anything about video uh technology i don't know anything about that but because it was on the video it was on that move on that show i saw once it's it stuck in my mind like 
anything can be falsified. That's true. And the show itself is only proving that the show is probably falsified is what I'm saying. They've never said, as far as when I was watching it back in early 2000 or whatever, they never said that they have found any evidence of it. Yeah. So, no, they haven't falsified anything because they've never said that they've shown anything. I, well, yeah, anyway, you understand what I'm you saying. You want to be like, a believer so bad, it's embarrassing. A believer of what? <laughs> no, I'm telling you it's not, it's so not real. I'm like, telling you, <laughs> I agree. It's not real. But what I'm saying is why can't, is it so unfathomable that, no, she had a side piece and he or she was like hiding in the house doing all this shit. Like slamming it's, things and going back to hide, like it's in the more basement or something. Unrealistic than realistic. Than it being haunted. No, it's well. It's more weird, realistic for somebody to be deceiving somebody else than it is to be haunted. No, I'm saying You're so the trustworthy. way. I'm saying that the way things played out, that it really actually tips more to like that's being too hard to pull off, even with us. I disagree. A, Okay, well, you know. I but mean, I am very suspicious of you. Like, okay, so everybody knows. I mean, everybody on podcast, obviously. But I, I have a new job, right? I accepted a new offer as of a few days ago. Up until I, up until I went to that facility, I thought it was a scam. The what? you thought that the <laughs> that the new job potentially potential new job was a scam. It, up until I got there. And met with people and was like, oh, this is a real company? I thought it was a scam because I trust fucking nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all I got in this world is my word and my balls. And I ain't got no balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got is your word. <laughs> so I, but yeah, I don't trust anybody. So that could also just be me projecting. I Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know. Again, this is just a movie. I totally not really like trying to figure it out that way but i just do think that some of what you're saying yeah although could be real although is very on the more difficult end of things in some aspects but we can choose to disagree think on that i mean because look let's look at it this way how about this katie is a college student with this guy who has boku money right tons of money and um she might be all prim and proper with him, but she's not, right? Because she's prim and proper off camera. We know that because during their... Uh, she's not prim and proper off she's camera. Not prim and, she is prim and... She's not prim... Yeah, because when they're like having sex brown and stuff... Brown chicken, brown cow. She's like, no, don't, right? And then when he comes back, he goes like, oh, that's illegal in Kentucky kind of thing. It's like, so at least we know that she unleashes. And she's very aware that the camera is always on. That's you why she's... she was pretending that she was like 12? It's illegal. Oh my god! I'm actually being serious here. I know. Like, wh I'm what was maybe so illegal? Sodomy. Okay. But sex. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But um, that's where I was first. But I'm going a little bit further than that. What else could it be? Want to be obscene? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm not mad at you about it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, um, so we know that she, and, and we know that she's constantly aware of the camera. She's constantly telling him, "Take the camera off me. Take the camera off me." We know she has a temper. We we know she's hot. She has a a past, right? Um, maybe she doesn't like him anymore, but maybe she wants to keep some of his money. Like that. That's what it that, all goes back to. I mean, and then how difficult is it for a girl, an act, attractive girl, to go and meet somebody at college and plan this out? Because she's a smart girl. She can meet somebody else, a partner that is 
equally as smart so, and, and, and could pull this off because the camera is only ever in one space and it's where they are. Yeah. If you have somebody that has access to the house because, because and it's all because of this one scene. Ready? Here's the scene. The camera, the, the alarm gets turned on every time they go to bed. And we saw the alarm go on before they went to bed the night that she ended up outside. The alarm did not go it off. It didn't go off. Therefore, right. she must have turned the alarm off. Okay, that's true. But it was it her or the demon? You're saying the demon wouldn't have known the code then? Or uh, the could... demons don't do electronics. I mean, they do statics on the TV. Look, I am actually. It's funny because you're you pitched a, a scenario that's so like hard to Practical? believe. It. No, <laughs> it's like making me seem like I'm trying to defend the paranormal side of it. And I, I'm, I really, I'm not, but it's just mm-hmm. like, I just don't know if that's, I mean, I did not think about that at all. Like this could all just be some major setup and that she's got, you know, people helping her out or whatever. Not to say that any of it is impossible, but it's just, it's hard for me to believe that just as much as it is for me to believe the, the other part of it i don't know it's it's very it's um i'm just kind of in the air about it i guess <laughs> so you you think that she's uh done with him and this is her super plot to like i'm i'm not thinking any <laughs> of that kill him I, and get away I mean, with it in order for me to actually believe that i have to take away the other the following two paranormal activity movies but if we base it on just on this one alone yeah, totally plausible that she was like, fuck this shit. I'm out okay. and I'm taking your money, ho. See, I don't know about the other ones. So, you know, you've got a little bit of backstory on, on some of the events I'm that just, I don't I'm know I'm not about. saying that it connects to my theory whatsoever. Uh, I'm saying that if I, I, I would be 100% into my theory if I didn't know what happened in the following, following okay. movies. Okay, all right. But, you know, if it was just this movie, I'd be like, okay, you remember when we watched The Exorcist and I was like, no, she killed that guy because he was sexually abusing her. Right. It was all trauma, right? I I managed to explain The Exorcist off with trauma. You do this to almost every movie. Like, you've got a, well, it's all in their head or it's all this or that. And then it's like this whole other thing. And it's where, plausible. You know, I, this one's plausible, too. I don't know. Totally. I'm not, saying, I'm not denying it. You just want to believe in demons. No, I actually don't believe in them. Except <laughs> for that one time that I saw that one them. time. And I stopped believing in them. It was them. a bird. <laughs> 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 it was a monkey. It was a monkey bird from uh from what is it? The Wizard of Oz. It was the New Jersey Devil. Oh yeah. Ooh. That story. Okay. Anyway, um I also like that there were practical effects in this movie. Like pra- practical practical effects. Like they didn't have like CGI or anything. It was like just string for the blanket, mm-hmm. I imagine and you know, just molds for the feet. Yeah, fans and, really, for was, the air. Yeah, fans for the air and, you know. Oh, I thought of one thing. Movie magic, practical stuff that was put in post that I did think again. Aside was, from the face at the end? Yeah, aside from the face at the end. Um, let me think about it was when he, it might have been when he had the knife in his hand and he was like. Uh, oh, yeah, because he was. Okay, so. He had the knife in his hand when he was making food mm-hmm. and he was supposedly saying, you know, death to whatever the creature is, right? Yeah, and then I think he swooshes the knife and you hear this like whew, like sound effect. Mm-hmm. But see, in real life, it takes a lot for you to cut air 
like that with a knife and make noise. Like That's the same knife she supposedly killed him with. But what I'm saying is like definitely in post at that time, they added a sound effect to make it. And that's not something that he would have done. You know, if we're if we're watching the footage and we were uh, like real detectives, we would I would immediately go, "That's doctored footage. That's definitely added mm-hmm. uh, uh, sound effects in post." Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I thought that part was funny when I saw that. Yeah, if I was a detective, I'd be like, "This is a fucking setup for sure." The fuck this bitch at? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that's, Poor Katie. Uh, so that's a wrap on the movie, I guess, right? I don't really have much more to say about it. I know that you uh, have seen the other ones at some point more recently. I haven't, I don't remember much about them, but um, I guess there's a I whole watch them story. when I cook, so I cook a lot. I watch a lot of movies. Well, I, I, I hope that's not like a lot of the other movies that have like, oh, a part two and a three and a four, and then it just starts to deteriorate this, the storyline. Like, like Hostel? Yeah. This right now, again, as its own movie, would be would be fairly good, and I would say in the found footage um, category. I like the second one too. The second one is a family, and the and they have a pet, and it's but the they're related, right? Cameras. Aren't they related? Isn't I don't want to tell you. No, but I know that much of it. Even the most recent one's called like the Next of Kin or something. Yeah, so, so it's Katie's sister's house. So it's Katie's sister also has. Spirits it's before this. haunting her. So what, what, do you think it's the same demon? I don't know. Uh, I can't tell you. I know. I can't tell you. Why? But all right, the, whatever. it's a different viewpoint. It's not like, oh, let's get it all on camera kind of Mika stuff. It's security cameras because their, how, their home was broken into. So they have like high tech security in the household. And that's yeah. a little more believable. Yeah, like we've talked about this footage that most people have seen on the internet these days about that one uh, family that kept having stuff disappearing from their like uh, refrigerator. Oh, it had somebody living, it had in, somebody the living in the crawl space. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to talk about that. Ugh, gross. I hate that we have an like, attic. That could be just as real of a situation yeah. in this. You know. Oats my goats. That's why I'm saying that, ex- that exact video is why I'm totally like somebody could totally hide in that house. Yeah. Like all they need is a cupboard that's big enough for somebody to hide in real quick right. after slamming some things against the wall and pushing the chandelier to, to fling back and forth. <laughs> they can just hide behind the couch. Like the strangers, they have separate little secret compartments. Yeah, why not? Like if, uh, if Mika, you know, is out at some point, you set all that stuff up prior. I've always wanted why? to have a house that has like a hidden secret, uh, like a something that opens up into. We do. Yeah, this is sort of like that. This office is kind of... Nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think this movie was great. I think that um, if you haven't seen it before, sorry we ruined it for you, but if you haven't seen it in a while, watch it at night. It's going to scare you. It's, it's got some good jumps, jump scares. And I think it's uh, believable, and I think it definitely holds up. Next of Kin, I guess, came out recently. I don't know at this point. I mean, yeah, I heard of. I think it's one of. I think there's six in the series, kind of like the Narnia books. I don't know if I'll be able to get through all of them. I don't know. We would have to see, but you know. I liked part two for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I prefer part two, but I don't remember. 
part two have uh, kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I remember something, right, where like a baby gets outside and is in the street or something like that. Does that ever happen? No. No. I think that's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I thought there was some, some well, whatever. There's got to be a movie. Somebody out there on the internet probably uh, knows which one I'm talking about. But there's some movie. It might be similar to a paranormal activity where, like, they wake up and they find the babies, like, outside in the driveway or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. doesn't matter. Well, anyway, that's all I got to say about it. I did talk for over an hour about this movie, so I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all for us today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good, good to, to be, be back. back. Oh, we almost did it. Hold on. One, two, three. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. They said like meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> Oops. Uh. Sorry. What are we saying? Uh, nothing. Just go. Just move on with it. It's okay. <laughs> you summoned the demon with that burp right there. <laughs> It's like I tasted my dinner all over again. <laughs> Objects in Heidi's... Uh, in Heidi's what, Steph again? <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to make a meat, meatloaf joke, but it didn't. It wasn't going to work. <laughs> I would do anything, but I won't do that. But I won't do that. That's a good one. All right. Well, all see right. you soon. See you soon. Thanks, thanks for, for stopping by. Yep. Thanks for listening to us. And uh, check us out. Reach out. We love you guys. Reach out. Submit a movie. Okay, bye. To check out what we're doing, visit us at icecreampodcast.com or you can find us on social media at Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast. <laughs>